I'm Jake Thompson, and this is the Better Than Yesterday podcast. One equals freedom. I love that line by Matt Elledge. He shares on today's podcast. Uh, I'm glad you're back to another episode of the Better Than Yesterday show. I'm your host, Jake Thompson. Uh, we had some technical difficulties recording this week's episode, and so you're going to lose Matt at the very beginning, giving a brief explanation of his background of over two decades as a uh, infantryman, uh, and then a little bit later when he's talking about his evening routine, we had a little internet uh, connection issue, but overall the entire interview went well. Uh, Matt's a really awesome guy I've had the pleasure of knowing for the last uh, seven, eight months, uh, and I think you'll get a lot out of his story transitioning from a career in the military uh, to civilian life and how he's been able to bring that discipline, that approach to discipline to his day-to-day life. Uh, and really, when he was lost in this transition period, uh, struggling to find who he was in that identity, how the actions he took and the discipline he took before he felt motivated were, made all the difference. So buckle up, another episode. I'm glad you're here. Let's welcome in Matt. Uh, people in my organization, so... Um... Did that for uh, about 26 years and retired just last year and was uh, lucky enough to pick up another position as the uh, director of the Veterans Land Board for the state of Texas. And uh, what what that organization is all about is providing uh, low interest land loans, home loans and home improvement loans, as well as running the four state veteran cemeteries and the eight state veteran uh, long care living homes that we have for them. So, uh, lucky to, uh, to have, uh, been selected for that position and, uh, continue to push that. And now as, uh, I've gotten my feet, uh, on the ground, um, I'm, uh, now finishing up a book, which I hope we'll talk about a little bit later. And obviously I'm helping, uh, Phil, uh, and ADU, our American Dream U, again, uh, get the message out to veterans about all the things that uh, are out there for them. Yeah, no, I know. So we're going to dive into all that. But I'd love to know why or what, from a passion standpoint, got you into this current position or wanting to be selected to oversee all that. Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, I, I finished serving in the Army, um, uh, Decided to retire. It uh, wasn't like I was forced to retire, which is always good, right? That's so, right. Uh, um, but I wanted to continue to serve. So uh, uh, when I was transitioning out of the uh, Army, really uh, wasn't sure what it was that I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to continue to serve. And if I could serve veterans in the community uh, even better, and this came, up, this came about and was asked to become the director, and uh, I just really feel blessed to have the position I have. Yeah, and so is this current position how you and Phil and American Dream, you all connected, or did you guys know each other prior while you were serving? We did. So I had American Dream U uh, come to Fort Hood when I was the uh, garrison commander at, at Fort Hood, which was my last assignment, um, and had he uh, and some of the speakers come. It was an awesome event, and uh, Phil and I just kind of hit it off, and uh, I, I did reach out to Phil. Uh, once I started the transition process and said, you know, told him whatever he needed, I'd be happy to help. And, uh, sure enough, he called and, 
um, trying to continue to push the message of uh, American Dream University. It's awesome. Dude, so let's talk about your day-to-day now. How has your, I mean, decades of military experience helped you from a a leadership standpoint and and really more behind-the-desk corporate America look and feel, even though it is a a government-based job, it's got to be a very different situation and day-to-day look than you were used to for so many years. How has that transition been for you? And then what skills and, and lessons did you learn over the years that you've been able to apply here in this space that most people wouldn't see maybe the correlation between military and then what you're doing now? Yeah, sure. Um, so 26 years of uh, discipline being instilled in, in me. Uh, I'm, I am a hard head, but uh, I do learn. So um, bottom line is uh, discipline is the foundation for uh, all military units and everything we do is, as I think you would understand, uh, to, to get the mission done both in and out of combat. So um, I took that and as I started a transition, I tell you a little story here. Um, as I started a transition, everything was going great. Um, and then my parents kind of took a turn for the worst. And uh, I ended up losing my father while, while I was in transition. And what I what happened was is I, I, I fell off of my my approach to life, quite frankly. I was just living day to day. Um, what, you know, just what let life come, come at me. And, uh, I'm, I'm trying to take all this in and trying to make sure my mother is okay and trying to take care of their estate and so on. And I was just dragging, dragging ass as we say in the military, but, um, until my wife kind of just grabbed me by the short hairs up in here. <laughs> I don't have much hair, but she found them, uh, on my head. And, um, uh, uh, just looked me in the face and said, Hey, you're, you are not you right now. You need to get back to doing what you do. And, um, and it just, it took her looking me straight in the eye and saying, uh, get on it, Matt, let's go. And, um, I did, uh, I, I, I remembered all the discipline that I, that I had growing up through the military, uh, got back to my morning routines, my, you know, setting up, uh, the different daily goals that I wanted to achieve, what was, you know, I, and I, I bent will, bent life to my will versus the other way around. So I took that, uh, got selected for the position in regards to uh, leading a, a military organization versus a, uh, versus a civilian organization. And quite frankly, leading is leading. It doesn't matter where you are, right? You just have to have a uh, a clear vision, be able to communicate that vision and then get out and lead. And, uh, that's, that's what I did. Uh, I just, uh, grabbed it and, um, took off with the, uh, with the, uh, organization, uh, made a few changes. The organization was awesome, but made a few changes and we doubled our revenue and increased our customer base by 50%, which, uh, is just, uh, I was just amazed at, uh, um, what, my folks did for me and for the veterans here in the state of Texas. Man, that's awesome. And so I'm going to flash back a little bit to something you just mentioned that reminded me. I've heard a quote and I'm going to blank on who it is, but it's the idea that motivation obviously doesn't last and get you through everything. Discipline does. And when you weren't feeling motivated and and your wife kind of had to shake you out of it and say, this isn't you. And you had to start getting that morning routine back. Was it, 
something where you're like, I don't feel it still, but the I'm going to take the action until I get to that point. Because um, most people sit around and wait, and they're like, I'm going to wait for the perfect time, or I'm waiting for the motivation to do this or this. When in all reality, it, I would think you take the action and the motivation comes from taking the action. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it kind of feeds on itself. You know this, Jake. I mean, uh, you're going to have good days and you're going to have bad days. But if you're consistent, and, and I know you know this as well, is uh, people who have success are consistent in what they do. And uh, they figure out what works. They continue to do it. If it's not working, they make this, the left or right adjustments and then they continue on. So that's exactly what, what happened to me. I I, I, I didn't necessarily want to get back into it like that but uh one step in front of the other and all of a sudden the success i started to have both personally and obviously professionally uh started to come so it just kept reinforcing itself and you know that every day is not a not a, a wonderful day but there's always good in the day right so uh making it happen and it just kind of fed on itself and uh, i'm here doing what i'm doing right now getting a chance to talk to jake thompson and compete every day <laughs> Man, I, awesome. I I love the fact that you just, I mean, the fact that you just pointed that out about there's there's good in every day. And even when we don't feel it, it's important to find what that good is. And, and one of the things we do online is we call it Victory Friday in kind of the community group. But uh, the larger Compete community, we just post and encourage people to post what's one win you've had this week. Like it could be something big, be something yeah. small, but just as that reminder of, Man, you've got to take you've got to take note of those wins, even as small as they are. The good in each day and each week, because it keeps you going when you don't have it. Um, and so now, man, you're writing a book. We've had a few chances to talk a little bit about it here and there, yeah. but fill us in what you're working on. I know it's getting ready to release here this month. Uh, so tell us what's coming. Yeah, so uh, really excited about it. This was. Uh, uh, you know, the and matter of fact, this started with American Dream U. Uh, some of the speakers said, you should write a book. So um, I got on it. And, um, you know, I am an infantryman, so we're not known for our IQ. But uh, I used a lot of small words, and I got through writing a book. And then I have a great editor and uh, great creative people that helped me uh, finish that book out. But uh, bottom line is, is uh, the question I had as I was moving into the corporate world or into uh, the civilian agency is is if the if the military can motivate a soldier the army can motivate a soldier to um, give be willing to give you know risk his life or her life for their buddies for their unit for their organization for their country uh, and from a broader context um, why can't we uh, get that in the corporate world because what I was what I was finding as I was starting to transition is um, there, it's it's so hard to it's maybe not hard to gain the uh, the workforce the quality workforce that you want but to retain the quality workforce uh, that you want and you put so much effort into building so um, I saw that coming in especially I'm here in Austin big tech community um, and the uh, the bouncing back and forth between the def different tech industries is 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 incredible quite frankly you get an employee and it, they stay for a year and then they jump off to the next uh, tech company and so what the what I decided to do was write about how does the military um, gain or create buy-in is what I call it uh, into the organization and into the mission so that they feel a part of the mission they know they're an integral part of the mission and they want to be 
a part of that mission. So uh, I kind of lay out the book in uh, in four separate uh, chapters, um, four s- separate steps to help organizations create the environment of buy-in. So uh, people uh, want to be there. They want to contribute. They know that they're an integral part of the uh, of the organization, and they're going to produce, whether you're with them or not, they're going to produce for the organization, which ultimately, in the end, if you think about it, if you're the leader, it makes life so much easier. I, I say it in the book, I'm a lot smarter when somebody else has the answer for me already, right? So, right. Um, yeah, so... Um, I, I lay it out uh, four different four different areas to kind of focus on uh, trust, which is the which is the baseline, um, a clear vision, and then how do you communicate that vision? And then bottom line is you got to get out there and lead. Go touch your folks. Go talk to your folks, and uh, find out what's working, what's not. And then you've got to set that that vision for the organization to allow it to you know, prosper and empower, empower the, the folks uh, in the organization to make decisions on your behalf. So now, I'll say, I was going to say, I'll, so when doing that, what's been the biggest ahead. pushback for you? Like, well, a lot of it is, it, it depends on who you're talking, if you're talking to a C-suite or you're talking to the employee, the C-suite says, well, I can't, I can't lose that control. I got to have the control. So I, I need to make the decisions. But what I found is, is through, through my service uh in the military is if you empower your folks and that just doesn't mean hey go you go ahead and make the decision you've got to train them you've got to educate them and then you've got to let them go and they may not get it done exactly the same way that you would have gotten it done but um they got it done and they you know you are you know uh making decisions and leading is a, is a muscle that you have to train almost on a daily basis so if you're letting your uh, subordinates or your employees make decisions on behalf of in your name on behalf of the organization they're only going to get better now you're going to write a check every now and again that uh, you really probably didn't want to because they may not have make the, they may have not have made the same decision as you would have made or done it uh, as as well as you would have done it but uh, I, I believe the payback that you get is just uh, it's incredible. They they want to be there. They know they're a part of the organization. Your life becomes a lot easier as the leader because people are making sound decisions because you've trained them. They understand your vision. They understand your philosophy, and uh, they want to propel the organization forward uh, and and create success. Awesome. And so when is this releasing? It's in February. This episode yeah. uh, should go live toward the end of the month. I think that's about when the book drops, right? Yeah, uh, we're, we're shooting for the last week of February. Um, I hate to uh, tell you that it's going to happen on this date because uh, I still happens. have people, Yeah, I still have people looking at the book going, hey, you might want to, you know. So um, there was a lot of military jargon in there that I had to uh, take out or, or replace and try to explain exactly what it is I'm trying to say. So, so uh, obviously- We're shooting for the last week of February. Last week of February. So you're kicking off the year with this big release that you've obviously been working on for a while. What else do you have your sights set on for 2017 that you're planning to accomplish by the end of the year? Yeah. So um, uh, as in regards to American Dream U, I want to get uh, I want to reach out to the different veteran organizations that are at the different universities inside of Texas um, and bring these powerful speakers that that you know. Uh, that come to these organizations uh, and have them speak to 
uh, our our veterans out there that are one getting educated, but two they're going to get out to the workforce and uh, they need to know what these successful business women businessmen and women um, entrepreneurs are looking for in regards to leadership and being a part of their organization. So I think uh, we've. I know ADU was focused on our, our military installations as soldiers transition, but I think there's a segment of our, our veteran population that is out there trying to get educated to do the right thing. Um, and they will, they, I think they're going to be uh, benefited by having these folks come speak to them. Dude, that's great. And, and we are huge supporters of ADU and, and everything they have going on um, throughout it. So I love hearing that just from an expansion standpoint within Texas, because there's so many colleges and universities and programs and, uh, opportunities to help, you know, spread that. I, I would love to know just out of my own personal curiosity for someone sure. that is disciplined, that has been trained for years to being disciplined. What does your kind of day to day look like from a personal standpoint to keep you focused? You, you've got the book, you've got your work here that you've got going, but you also have your home life. And sure. so how, how are you managing all of those different platforms or, or juggling those plates, I should say, from a focus and productivity standpoint, but just being present in those different areas? Yeah. So uh, the, the other thing I didn't mention was I was, uh, I'm also, uh, I'm, I'm on the webs now. So um, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, uh, uh, Facebook at embracetheedge.com. But um uh, but which has been interesting. I, I, I write about living a disciplined life. And um, bottom line is, is I believe that if you live a disciplined life, then you, you simplify your life and it makes things easier. And then you can then you can kind of go do what you want to do. So uh, how I set up my day is there's a morning routine and an evening routine. So uh, and quite frankly, the evening routine is probably the most important but uh, I'll start from the from the uh, from the beginning of of the day. So I get up. Uh, I go have a cup of coffee because 25 years in the military, of course, I'm going to have a cup of coffee. Right. So um, and then I, uh, I, I, I let my dogs out. I, I then I, I just sit and meditate, uh, pray um, and just think about and think about the many blessings that I have that have come to me. So I, I kind of just set my mind right, um, for the day. And then, uh, I go work out. I'm a big CrossFitter. Saw you this weekend out at the CrossFit Austin, which was awesome. But, uh, I go meet with those folks and they, uh, run me through the ringer, which is, I guess a good thing, but my body tells me not so much, <laughs> but that's all good. And then, um, and then I, 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 I come back and then I begin to, uh, set my, make sure that I'm set for the day. So I'm looking at the notes that I made the night before. What is it I want to accomplish? What decisions that I, that I know about are going to happen? Um, I also sit down and like I said, I am a, a blogger and, a and trying to be a budding author here. So, uh, I, I sit down for about 30 minutes and write either on my blog or on my next book. And then, um, I, I set the day with, the task list that I had made the night prior. So, and then I go hit the day. I go, I go and get after it. And uh, the, and I'll talk about the evening routine, which will lead me to the rest of the day here. But at night, uh, I, I 
find another quiet play to take prey. Um, and I know people are, you know, if you're a nine to fiver and you've got kids all over the place, you know, and you've got to take them over to this place and that place and this place, I get it. Uh, I've got, I've got those, those things going on in my life, but, uh, I will take five, 10 minutes to just calm down the day. Remind me, remind why I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing on it's out my my the next day and then if i have any decisions that i have to make then i go through what i call a if and and then process so if on an op or a decision that i'm that i know is going to happen the next day so i need to know three things uh, uh let's just say i have a decision on a building a night, uh, veterans home in in the Prince Lamb board excited about, but uh, I have to make a decision on, we have to spend uh, a, a million more dollars for, for this. So, um, so I need to know, uh, then I get to the, that's the if, if I need to spend a million dollars and uh, I, we need this and I uh, have this, then I'm going to, then I'm going to make the decision for, yes, I need it. I, I understand why I need it. And I make the decision. So, that decision has already been made, so it takes me no time to say yes, let's go, um, and uh, that's that's done. So that's you know instead of getting a brief or sitting down him and hawing about it, I've already made that decision uh, before I ever even get to that obstacle. Now you're gonna I absolutely understand that. Uh, you're going to run into obstacles during the day uh, and have to make those on the spot decisions. But if you can, if you can think of it from an if and and then, uh, if this happens and this is in place, then I'm going to make this decision, yes or no. Um, you 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 can you can quickly run through that as you come up on these unexpected obstacles or decisions you have to make, and make sure you have all the information to make a good quality decision. Are you going to be right 100% of the time? Unfortunately, no. But you're going to make uh, you're going to make some sound decisions, and you're going to have rationale for why you made that decision. So you don't have to hem and haw over it, feel bad about it, or whatever. You make the decision and you move on. And then you, if you start to do this, you start to compact your day, uh, quite frankly. To allow and it allows me to go out and speak to other veterans, go out and see my folks, go out and uh, do a podcast with Jake Thompson. So, um, that, so I'm simplifying my life by making the decisions before they're before I ever come upon them. So the rest of the, the rest of the evening routine for me is I always read. I'm a voracious reader, so I'm always trying to learn. If you're not learning, you're not living in this life. So get out, read, and learn something. Uh, and then quite frankly, that's, uh, I'm lights out cause I know that I got CrossFit sitting on me the next morning. So Dude, that's, uh, it's all good. That's a great routine. And I, I love that from a standpoint of preparing for the day ahead and, and answering decisions and questions that could come up throughout the day so that you're more efficient during the day and, and able to take advantage of more of that. Matt, man, this has been a lot of fun. So Embrace the Edge is where you are connected on social media. Is that right? Where can people find right. you online? So EmbraceTheEdge.com uh, is my, is the website. Uh, I've, I've just started posting about living a disciplined life, So, which, by the way, is my next book. But that's another story <laughs> altogether. Hopefully I'll be back on the podcast. Um, and then I'm on, I'm on Facebook, Embrace the Edge. So – uh, reach out and uh, talk to me. Uh, I really want to know because I don't have all the answers. You know, uh, every day I'm learning something new. So I want to learn what other people are doing, just like you're doing um, about 
living a disciplined life and trying to lead the life they want to live. Dude, I love that. And, and we'll link to all those, your website and all your social media links in the show notes. Dude, Matt, thank you so much for the time today. No, Jake, thanks for having me on. I really do appreciate it. And I wish you all the success in the world. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Better Than Yesterday podcast. To connect with the show further, visit betterthanyesterdaypodcast.com. You can also email us at podcast at competeeveryday.com. Or if you want to connect with our team online, you can find us at Compete Every Day on any social media channel. I'm excited to have you part of the community. I look forward to serving you again next week. I'll see you then.